It's May the 4th. May the 4th. That was the best I got. 2020. Snake. Snake in. Snake in. Play that snake jazz. Snake. We gave that snake jazz. What? Snake jazz. Snake jazz. From Rick and Morty. Oh. Do you remember this? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between, welcome, welcome back. back. Um, it's Lewis Pullman week here. Lewis, Lewis Pullman, we're doing the Pullman. Ooh, we we are excited. The national boy, the welcome back boy, the welcome back boy, uh, and one true Morty. And one true Morty indeed. (laughs) Um, What did uh, in another in another weekly update? And time has no meaning. It feels like I haven't talked to you in a month, Sam. Yeah, it's been, and we talked to each other less than a week ago. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I hate it. I hate. Oh yeah, no, it's getting rough. I haven't. uh, Oh, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. I haven't really enjoyed content in like a week. Oh, no. Like video games, books, movies, TV shows. Nothing is really getting me. Sam, I know you. Sam, I know you. And I know what stuff you like and you don't like. Uh Give me by the end of the day and I'll give you five things that I think will slap, slap your knee. Okay, here's a, okay. I'll give you a list of the things that I have attempted to watch and just not enjoyed for many different reasons. Not just the fact that, like, you know, we're stuck inside and I can't do anything. Yes, of course. Um, I watched. Uh, I watched. I watched the entirety of a show called Waco. Uh, oh, with isn't Michael that Shannon. To be good. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a fine show. It does a really bad job of, of explaining how horrible the cult leader guy is because he's like a, a pedophilic asshole. And they're just sort of like, but isn't he such a charming dude? Don't you feel bad for him? I'm like, no, he fucked a 12 year old many times. I don't feel bad for this man. But the show doesn't like I, I only knew that because I looked into it. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I was like, what did this guy do? Because this show is not telling yes. me what he did. But Michael Shannon's great, so that was fun. Uh, I watched like two, three episodes of Upload, the new Amazon show. It's not very good. It's the good place, okay. but bad. Oh! If you want to watch like a bad version of the good place, watch Upload. Oh! Yeah. Um. Uh, I watched. Like half of the season of uh, Tales from the Loop, which is another Amazon show. The concept is so interesting, but by God, the writing and acting is so bad yeah. that, I f- that I just couldn't do it. Because they have like a couple people here and there who are like, oh, you're such a good actor. I can't wait to see you do stuff in this show. And then they don't do anything. Yeah. Do but you have la- Apple TV? Uh, I did just get it. I'm gonna watch Rob uh, Rob McElhenney's show. Oh yes, uh, Mythic Quest. Yeah, whatever yes. it is. But it came free with Little my iPad, so excellent. I have it for a year, which is cool. Yo, dope. Yeah. Um, and I watched the first episode of uh, Midnight Gospel. What'd you think? I really didn't like it. I get it. It was. I was like, I get why people like it, but I was like, I this is so extremely not my humor, and so I'm out. Goodbye. You you are notorable. Every single person I've recommended it to has watched an episode from it, and then they're like, I get it. It's just not for me. 
And that's the worst thing because you can't rebut anyone. You can't yeah. go, but wait, but wait. It's I agree with everyone I hear that from, but the ending just uh uh it floors. Can me. I just watch the last episode and like get it? Honestly, honestly, yes. Cool. Maybe I'll do it, that. It, it, yes, you will. It's you won't get that full gut punch, but your your tummy will hurt a little bit. Okay. Um uh, I've watched some other stuff. I watched some movies. What did I watch? Let me look at my letterboxed. Because I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I watched Molly's Game. Oh, have you not seen it before? No, I never saw it before. It was What'd good. What did you think? It was good. <laughs> uh, I think uh, Jessica Chastain and Idris Elba should do more stuff together. Mm. Um. And obviously Aaron Sorkin is great at writing. Yeah. Uh, but I thought the movie was like fine. Yeah, the movie is just fine. I will have to say, Mr. Idris Elba would have won an Oscar if he just kept his British accent. It's true, yeah. He's so it good. is. Why are you doing this, Molly? You can't do this, Molly. We didn't even have this much on Bobby. It's just like, just who cares? He's British. People will look online and go, her lawyer wasn't British. And then, you know, those people will suck for life. But like, come <laughs> on. Come on, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've been, I've, you know, YouTube videos are passing the time. Yeah. Uh, I um, played like I'm... one of one of my old favorite games and I was like, this is fine. Yeah. Just I understand of, that. Yeah. But how are you doing, bud? I've been watching like, a lot of 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. That's, it's very cute. It's quite enjoyable. That Tina Fey is a good writer. Yeah, she's great. Uh, I was going to ask you this off air, but I'll ask you on air. Sam, next week, can we do Bad Education with Mr. Hugh Jackman and Allison Janney? Why? It's a movie that I enjoyed. And that is what I'll say. If you don't want to do it, it's fine. I, I just don't, it. why would, it's why. Is my, also, is my it's our boy Hugh. Like, hey, it's our like boy we did, Hugh. We, like we did, uh, we're doing them that follow for anyone who gives a shit. Um, we're doing this because <laughs> it's Lewis Pullman. You know, we did Groundhogs. Like we've had reasons for all these other movies. So I just need a reason for it. It's if a you can new give release. Me a good reason, it's a I'll new do. release. It's a, Didn't it it's come a out like two movie. years ago? No, it came out like two weeks ago. What are you talking about? Bad Education with Allison Janney and Hugh Jackman. It's from the director who uh, made Thoroughbreds. It's his new movie. I thought this came, came I could out. have sworn this came out already. No, no, no. What was that other? Yeah, it came out. It came out. It came out in September, you dingo. In September? Sam, it was in... It was in Film festivals in September. HBO bought it, and now all us regular folk get to watch it in April 2020. I, okay. If I can find it, sure, let's do it. If you don't want to, I get it. It's, it's, fine. I just, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I just, we'll figure it out. Like, off air. Uh, it's Hugh Jackman. <laughs> cool. Is it good? Um, like, is it a, supposed? Is it a good film? It's good. It's really good. Okay, it's good. It's good. You want to talk about snakes on a, on a mountain? Snakes I'm, on a mountain. Oh, that would have been a better intro. I'm sick I'm and tired, tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking mountain. On this mountain, those who follow. Ten them, minutes in, I think that's a that new follow. record. <laughs> them that follow. Them that follow. Ten minutes. We watched it. We saw it. We did. We loved our boy Lewis Pullman. But oh, always love Lewis Pullman. For the whole experience. <laughs> we haven't actually talked about this movie yet. Sometimes we talk about the movie, but we haven't talked about it. But Sam, what did you think? It really wants to be two different movies, and it doesn't do either of them well. So it ends up being fine. 
It's fine. Okay. All right. I'm I'm very excited to uh, talk about this with you. What did you What did you think um, about this about them that follow? So listen, the entire time I was watching this, I was like, "What is this? This boo hockey?" Uh, sorry, I just needed to get something off my screen. Um, yeah, it was like, "What is this boo hockey?" Then this ended, and ah, uh, it's truly fine. Honestly, yeah. I think. I think the script is great. I think the script is really, really good. I understand why there's a stack cast in this movie. The script's solid. Yeah. It is. It is some of the most lifeless direction I've seen in a while. Yeah. It is some of the most lifeless, boring direction that I've seen in quite some time. Uh... Uh, which equals out to a fine movie. Um, with the two, when you say they wanted to do two movies, I yeah. get what you, what you're what you mean. I think it does work as one story. Yeah, it does. I'm just saying, like the the, I think like the filmmaking, and and the story. Even though I think it works as as it is, I think like it wants to be one thing, or it wants to be this other thing, and we'll get into that in a bit. But it doesn't do both. Like, it has moments of each of them, but it never decides, like, this is the story that we're going to, the type of story that we're going to be. Even though I think it works as, like, a film. I get that. You know? And, yes. Uh, But, yeah, the direction is... Get into that. ...where it really falls apart. Um, So it is, uh, let's start with them, I guess. Written and directed uh, by... Britt Poulton and Dan Madison Savage. This is like the only thing that either of them have done. Yes, their directorial, their feature film debut. Yeah. They're... Yeah, they they haven't really done uh, like anything else. So this is like their thing that they did. Um, Because I like to be positive first. Let's talk about the writing. What did you think of the writing? I like the writing. I think it's like an interesting, um, you know, little concept. That's sort of where I find the most of that, like, there's two different movies going on Mm -hmm. happening. um, Because it either wants to be this, like, forbidden love story of, like, you know, the preacher's daughter wants to fuck an atheist and all that sort of stuff. Like, that's cool. <laughs> that's like a, that's a cool movie that you, that you could be. And it has moments of that. It has like the scene where she comes to Augie. Um, and they have that like nice little scene in the barn. Um, mm-hmm. It opens with them like being together, which is really nice. Like, you know, it has like these moments. It ends with them obviously being together. Um, it has these like really nice moments of that of that forbidden love story and then on the other side it wants to be a really creepy thriller horror movie about a weird snake religion on a mountain (laughs) and it has a it has moments of that pretty much every scene with walton goggins like doing like a sermon is that is super creepy i was like deeply like i don't like what's happening you are creeping me out, guy. Um, <laughs> uh, and it had a lot of that, but I, but it just, it kept rocking between the two, and I just wanted it to stay on one side. I get that, and I found that the Better. most in the writing because I think the direction was just sort of the same throughout. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the actors are all—I think, like all the actors do—a really good job. Mm. Um, but yeah what about you where where are you at um well for me with the writing i think the writing's really good like better than it should be better than a first time it's very well written script um i love 
how this forbidden love story is tied in to the to the overbearing religious culture of this town and how it because of that because of that religion that it is forcing the town's women to not have any choices in their life they're all just passengers in this in their own life it's a very interesting story to tell yeah um there's such a power with the camera sam there's such a power that that you have as a filmmaker so when you're you know when it looks like you're playing hot potato with the camera it, what are we doing <laughs> You can you can literally direct direct Shakespeare, and it doesn't matter because it, it, what is this? It, it, it's like okay, this is your first movie. I can see, I can see in your direction. And again, I'm just a guy with a microphone. I make that very clear. Yeah, um, we have we are nothing. I'm, we're just two dudes <laughs> trapped inside watching movies. Exactly. And that's all we got. That's all we have at this point. This is the only semblance of life that we have left. <laughs> Do you ever think, because whenever it's a movie kind of like this, where it's big, but it's not that big, the directors and writers could listen. That That is That's, something yeah. that could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, I think like if ever we were going to get like, like a famous folk to listen, it would be on one of these. Yeah. It would be on a The Dead Don't Die. It would be on... Of them that follow, it would be on. I don't know what are other movies that we've done. Like obviously, Joe, Joe and Anthony Russo aren't going to listen to us talk about Endgame. Talk about yes, yeah, like that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, like I don't know, Taika Waititi might listen if we if we did Hunt for the Wilder People, you know, like that level. Yeah, of like um, cool and indie. I feel like they could listen. I just want Lewis Pullman to listen. I just want Lewis Pullman That's to That's all get, we need. I want him to be a guest. Like, can we watch, like, the original Top Gun with Lewis Pullman? Yes, please. Top, please. We're listening. We're in quarantine. Lewis, this is an open offer. Yeah, Lewis, look, we're going to talk about you a lot later because <laughs> uh, I love you. Um, and we want you to be on the podcast. Um. Hashtag get Lewis Pullman on the podcast. Get, Hashtag welcome back, Pullman, Lewis Pullman. Get Pullman Collab. on on the welcome back. Uh, we'll work it. We'll work it. We'll, we'll workshop it throughout the rest of this episode. Every once in a while, we'll just shout um, it out. Quick side tangent. Yeah, has nothing to do with nothing. Taika Waititi's new Star Wars movie. What do you feel with the um, writer of 1917? Uh, what do you um, feel? Extremely stoked. As long as they let him do his thing. It's my thing. Like as long as they don't do like a, like a solo and they like, then, and they're like, make this movie. And then Lord Miller are like, no. And then they're like, make this movie. And then they're like, we're going to leave the project because we don't want to make that movie. And then we get solo, which is like fucking okay. Uh, I, I hope that they just sort of go like, hey, Taika, do you want to make a, a sci-fi movie that exists in the Star Wars world? Here you go. Here's a bajillion dollars. Have fun. <laughs> that sounds great to uh, me. That sounds yeah. like a good time. It does sound make, like a good time. If they're just like, our note, make it family friendly. And it's like, great, cool. I'm in. I'm down. Just sit in that PG-13 world, and we're good. I mean, do I want an R-rated Taika Waititi Star Wars movie? Yes. <laughs> Is that going to happen? No. Uh, has he made an R-rated movie? What We Do in the Shadows? What We Do yeah, in the Shadows probably so. are. I think JoJo's are. JoJo's PG-13. Really? I thought yeah. they said a swear. They do. Just Just the one. Oh man. Did you know another weird side tangent thing? So the whole like you only get one fuck in a PG thirteen movie, Knives Out has two. Yes, it does. Which is and it's still PG thirteen. It's wild. Things are changing. The stupid ridiculous rating system is changing. 
Sam, can I make you more mad? What? So here's the thing about the rating system. You can say the F word like two or three times in a PG-13 movie. You just can't use it in a sexual way. Yeah. If you use it in a sexual way, it's R. So that's how movies get away with it. It's Wild. the stupid, most arbitrary, dumbest thing in the world. I hate but It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, back. Yeah, this... Them that welcome follow. back. The, them that follow. It sounds, the, I hate the title. I have a question. I get it, but I hate it. Yes. Are the snakes the ones that are following? Is it just the people who are following Walton Goggins and his snakes? Yes. I mean, yeah, it's about the town, them that follow this Pentecostal, Pentecostal snake handlers uh, church. This is a real thing. People do this. What? Yeah, this is a real thing, Sam. This is real? People, people, people believe in this. People say God comes back in snakes and that's how you're tested. If if the snake bites you, uh, what did they say in Hamilton? Pray that hell that hell or heaven lets you in, and if the snake doesn't bite you, you're good. Your sins are uh, your sins are okay. This yeah, is, no, this is an absolute real thing. This is Andrew. You're blowing my mind. I thought this was movie magic. I thought this was made no. up movie bullshit. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I thought this was movie magic. No, this is an absolute. I real thought thing. this was like you know how lightsabers don't exist. I didn't think that people were like, yes, yeah, snakes are god. What? Um, that's no. crazy. People, people believe in the wildest things. That's uh, wild. kids say the darndest things. Um, do yeah. Do you have anything else about the writing or direction before we talk about uh, this stacked cast? Um, what do you think could have made for better direction? Because, and what is the difference between bad direction? great direction and just mediocre direction um us like i think for this movie like i mean fucking welcome to uh acting one with uh why did i just forget his name who was our acting teacher burke burke uh with burke welcome to acting one at uh the american academy of dramatic arts with uh burke uh, pearson um uh specificity <laughs> gotta make gotta make them specific choices because <laughs> if you don't okay. you end up doing the most boring shit in the world it, it's yeah that's bad directing but what do you do when you have like a mediocre director where it's just fine direction's fine i think it's you made you made a copley well script or competent film i don't i mean i don't know i'm not a director i've never directed a movie it's one of those things where it's like when it's good it's good and and when it's bad it's bad and you just sort of know it you know when you see it and i hate that but i think it's true you just know when you see it sometimes you just have to you just gotta believe. Like it's like it's it's the it's what you were talking about with um, Michael Jordan. Yes, where it's like a good like a like if you see a movie and it's like oh man, that director's really good. That looks like it took a lot of effort and time and skill and patience and all that sort of stuff. But then you go and watch. I mean, I don't like it, but you go and watch The Irishman with Marty Scorsese. And you're like, I could do it. I can make a movie. Like, I think that's the difference. I think you put it. I think you put it correctly like two weeks ago. (laughs) Um, I think two weeks ago you were right. Wait, that was Groundhog's Day because I said that with Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Was that two weeks ago last week? What Time do has do no concept. Week? It was Groundhog's Day. It for was sure. Groundhog's Day. Was it? Which was last week. What did we do the week before last? I don't know. Olivia Colman. Olivia I Col- liked her. 
uh, yeah, Olivia Coleman. She's great. Uh, I think she did a really good job in this film. Um, her American accent's gnarly. It's great. It's oh, it's good. It's the opposite of Idris Elba. <laughs> yes, and I love Idris Elba. But... I love Idris. He's so good. He has a good American accent on The Wire. I don't know what happened in Molly's game. Um, I think it's like the because in The Wire he's not doing general American. He's doing like uh, something else. I don't know how to describe it. But he's not doing uh, like general upper class American lawyer ebonics. man. You know, he's he's in a gang. I haven't seen The Wire. I don't know. I, he's a cop. Oh, he's a cop. I think in a minute. I don't know. It's on my list of things um, to eventually watch. But Olivia Coleman does a really good job. Um, yeah. Uh, I was very confused. I don't know. This is sort of a writing thing about, I don't think you can finger someone and then learn that they're like three weeks pregnant. So that's the thing. So that's the thing. I was like, is this a thing? Or I don't. Is this, movie, is this movie magic? I think that's movie uh-huh. magic. But is it a thing? I don't know. I, I don't no think idea. you can finger someone and then be like, yeah, you have like like a tiny minuscule microscopic baby in you. I don't think that's how that works. But, uh, again, we're guys with microphones. We have no medical no background idea. whatsoever. Not, not even kind of slightly a doctor. But like, couldn't you feel like like a gap or <laughs> a gap or or like or like not a gap like hey like doesn't a girl like a girl's body goes like oh you're about to have a baby we're we need to be ready we need to be ready to push out a a, a human so let's start not, making sure we're we're gonna be we gonna be all right. not like I don't two know. weeks in maybe i'm not a doctor neither are you i don't I really don't think you can finger someone and then be like, yeah, you have a, you, you are like three weeks pregnant. She put her whole hand in. She wiped off her whole hand, not just her, her fingies. She did not. Okay. I don't think you can fist someone (laughs) and find out that they're like three weeks pregnant. And that's the title of this week's episode. <laughs> I wish it's too long. The girl um, from Booksmart, uh, Caitlin Dever, uh, as a little dilly. Uh, I also thought she was great. Again, like this whole cast is a really good job. Um, yes, like Jim Gaffigan is there, and he cuts off his son's arm, and I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" And then, yeah, leaves. and I'm like, "Yeah, you did good though." <laughs> I remember sitting there just a few few minutes ago, being like. Is that Jim Gaffigan? Right. Uh, right before right before he did cut off his son's arm, I was like, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, uh, right before he did do that, I was like, that is Jim Gaffigan. Wow, that's wild. <laughs> wild. Uh, um, but yeah, Caitlin Dever does yeah. a good job as, uh, as the best friend. She's there. I'm yeah. sorry. You're great at book smart. She's there. I think she does a good job. Um, and we have, uh, Thomas Mann as Augie, the atheist snake bitten eighth, uh, farm boy. I don't know. Bob boy. He's good. Yeah. He's sweet. He's sweet. He's good. I don't have any big words to use on him, but he is good. He's good. Um, then we got. Uh, we got Walton Goggins as our as our preacher boy. He's the son of a preacher boy. Um, he's great. I love Walter Goggins. Walton Goggins is great. Is it Walter or Walton? Walton. 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 Yeah. W a l t o n. Walton Goggins. <laughs> He was really, really good. He was really good. Um, I was very creeped out by him when he was doing his weird, creepy snake preaching. Yeah. There was a moment when after uh, Lewis Pullman tried to, to to rape the the leading actress. Yeah. And then 
she he's like you have to repent i was like maybe they're gonna go over to to jim gaffigan and olivia coleman's house and he learned his lesson maybe that's gonna be it i'd like that no. then they go to the church and i'm like ah dang it dang gotta do a weird sneaky thing um i still can't believe that's fucking real that's blowing <laughs> my entire brain um <clears throat> Uh yeah, uh Walton Goggins, what what a good boy. He's so good. Um yep. and then our leading actress, uh Alice Eng Englert. Englert. Not sure how to say her last name. Uh, but I thought she did a good job. She yes, done a I whole be- lot, but I enjoyed her. Is this like her first leading role? I believe. I think so. I'm not sure. I haven't seen her. I haven't seen any of the other things she's been in, so I have no way of knowing. Oh. She could have um, been. Is she the lead of Beautiful Creatures? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't uh, seen let's, I'm going to assume I'm right. This is her first leading role. She's great, especially if this is her first leading role. Yeah. Uh, in a, really in a major job. movie. Uh, she carries... She, you know, holds the movie as much as Olivia Colman does, as much as uh, Walton Goggin does. Like, she is really, really good. She's the heart and soul. Speaking of uh, uh, good American accents, she's Australian. Oh, wow. Never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. She's an Aussie. That's crazy. Um, Rise of Blight. (laughs) Rise of Blight's. He Jackman uses rise of blinds when he plays the Wolverine. Is this why you want to do bad bad education so you can just do an Australian accent for an hour? Yes, and I, I can start now, mate. <laughs> um, uh, but, but I thought she did. Let's, I thought she was really good. I really like. She was she was great. But let's stop with all this chit chatter. Let's we've end been it putting it right off now. for thirty minutes. Far too long. And coming out now, standing up 5'11", 210 pounds. I don't know. It's not that. You know, with soaking wet, it is our boy, the boy of Welcome Back, Lewis Pullman. Lewis Pullman. Pew, Watch me whip. Now watch me day day. <laughs> Teach me how to doggy. <laughs> uh, uh, Lewis Pullman, our our boy, our be- the best you, boy, the best boy. Before you even say what you felt about him in this movie, just tell just tell him he's our boy. Tell the people why we love the Pullman. He is our boy. So back in. Uh, 2018, Andrew and I saw a movie that we were both hopeful for uh, and disappointed us in a couple different ways. Uh, And that movie was Bad Times at the El Royale. Uh, This was a movie that I remember I was looking forward to for a while. I know you were like, ooh, look at at my boy Chris. He looks so hot. I'm so excited to see him dance. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we saw it and we were disappointed and we were doing our podcast and we realized that Lewis Pullman was the best goddamn part of that movie. <laughs> and we loved him so much. And in and and at that moment we decided that Lewis Pullman would be our boy. Our official welcome back boy, Lewis Pullman. Uh and we have loved him ever since and we will love him until the day we die. Or until the day he turns out to be a dingo. Um, but hopefully, that would suck. I'd that be would so suck. sad. It would hurt so. Oh, bad. for my bit to end on such a sad note. <laughs> uh, but our our good boy Lewis Pullman, he is an actor. He has been in many many things. Um, he is. Here's the one thing. Can I tell you the one thing I don't like about Lewis Pullman? What do you not like about our perfect boy? Our perfect boy is his career is the product of nepotism. 
Uh, is uh, who is he? Pullman. Bill Pullman is his father. Ah, uh, yeah. So I don't love that. I I have to say it. I don't love it. But what I will still say is that I still love Lewis Pullman. Yes. Don't like how you got there, but still like that I don't, you're here. I like that you're here. I don't like how you got here, but I do enjoy Now that you are here, I don't want you to leave. Uh, so Lewis Pullman, um, uh, known for obviously Bad Times of the El Royale. That was his big breakout role. Um, uh, he hasn't really been the lead in anything, which I find uh, strange because I think he could very well be a good good lead. I mean, maybe in the sh- yeah. he's been in a lot of shorts, so maybe in some of the shorts he's probably the lead. Speaking of shorts, I I watched I watched, you watched it? his latest South by Southwest entry yeah. film. Yeah, the voice in your head. The voice in your head. How was it? A uh, little. Um, it's good. It's cute. Yeah. Um, it's 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 actually quite a cool short film idea. Um, he's great at it. Obviously, obviously, it's Lewis Pullman. Um, it's if yeah, if you have it in your country, I'm sorry, Sam. Yeah. Um, if you have it in your country, it's 12 minutes. Easy in, easy out. Support our boy. It's it's cute. Cool. I think the That's South by it. stuff is only available in the States, which blows because I want to watch it. Um, but yeah, Lewis Pullman. Uh, have you watched The Strangers Pray at Night? No. Okay, he's in that. Uh, I was actually going to watch it before this podcast, and then I got real sad and decided not to. Um, have you seen Battle of the Sexes? With Steve Carell and Emma Stone? Yeah. Went to the theater and fell asleep. Oh. Um, He's in that. Because I'm sexist. Um, He's in that. He's in that. I believe you. Uh, uh, I've seen this. Have you seen Catch-22, the series on Netflix? Or on Hulu, sorry. I thought it was on Amazon. No, it's a Hulu show. They're all the same at this point in time. At this point in time, they are all the same, except Hulu doesn't exist here, which means I can't watch It's Always Sunny or any FX shows, and it sucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my guy. It's okay. But Catch-22. But no, I did not watch it. No? No. He's in that. He's very good in it. He plays a character named Major, 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 Major. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, and he's very funny. He's very good. Uh, I recommend that show, actually. I think it's like, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but Mm -hmm. I think it's like eight episodes. It's kind of fun. It's satirical. It has some nice moments. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, And, uh, of course, he's in the movie that is not coming out this summer that we are very excited to go see Top Gun Maverick. I felt in my bones. That was going to be his thing. That was going to be it, man. Ah. It'll, come out, it'll come out next year and he'll be fine. But Lewis yeah. Pullman. What do we think about Lewis Pullman in Them That Follow? The movie, the reason that we watched this goddamn movie. It's been 40 yeah. goddamn minutes. Holy shit. That's what we do. Time flies when you're having fun, baby. Time flies when you're talking about a lot of bullshit. <laughs> um, he's good. <laughs> he is good. I I quite enjoyed his performance. Yeah, no. I, I, this entire cast is really, really good. And he is a part of that. He's... At first, you're like, oh, it's a little sweet boy, Louis Bowman. And you're like, ah, oh, come on, Lou. Come on, uh, Louis. Come on, Louis. And then by the end, you're like, uh, ah, shit. But he does it really well. I think he has a nice little arc for his character. Yes, yes, he does. Uh, I quite enjoy his performance. I think he works with the other actors really well. Mm-hmm. I love I love Lewis Pullman. Did you know, I want to talk about Lewis Pullman for a little bit. Did you know that he is in a band? No, I didn't. He's He plays drums in a band, 
with some other uh, famous people's children. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, a Brolin daughter is the singer of the band. Uh, hold on. Uh, they're called Attaboy. They're sort of uh, like indie country band, an indie pop mm-hmm. country band. Uh, so it's not particularly my jam, but I li- but they put out a single not too long ago um, called Devoted. Is uh, it good? It's like good. It's good. It's it's again. It's not super my thing, but it's good. He plays drums. Oh hey, I yeah. knew, I knew. My boy had rhythm. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want to check out Lewis Pullman's band Attaboy, you can check out their new song at uh they they are we are Attaboy, A T T A B O Y, on uh on sound or not on SoundCloud on Bandcamp, uh and yeah. Again, we are not sponsored by him. Sorry? We're just a fan. We're not sponsored by him. We're just a fan. We're just a fan. They put out an album back in 2012 that I haven't listened to. Um, (coughs) But yeah, that's pretty cool, I think. I follow him on Instagram. He posts a lot of pictures of the country, of some mountains, of him riding horses. He does. He does. I'm like, look at our little country boy, Lewis Pullman. Uh, our country Los Angeles feature. born and bred boy. <laughs> yeah. What I would have given to be a, a, a celebrity's kid. Right. To have a career. To ha- yeah. To just hand it to you. Just be like, hey, my For child my dad. is fairly talented. Yeah. Put him in your movie. For my dad to call Spike Lee and say, "Yeah, I can put him in Black Landsman. Yeah, I got you. No uh, worries. Uh, I do you're like in a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, I do. Th- which is also not coming out this summer. Uh, God damn. Um, I think Lewis Pullman has a has a good career ahead of him. I could see that. You know, he's not going to be a superhero. No. But it could be like he could like in a few years be like a a young hot Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, I mean, like I know Gotham already came out, but like say they do it again, it's Hollywood; they'll do it again. He could be Robin. To Robert, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> Lewis Paul <laughs> could be. <laughs> he could be like a Dick Grayson. Can, but I also enjoy I, him as this like awkward character actor who's like plays the like sweet boy. I yeah, like him being a sweet I, boy. I, I'd be down with that. Um, can I get real existential and real off topic? Please real do. We got 15 minutes left. Let's just like get hog wild up in here. All right. I'd like to end on the or points, sorry. So snake wild. <laughs> um, I'd like to end on some Lewis Pullman talk, so hopefully Let's we can save it. save some for that. But what do you think? I think I honestly think this pandemic, entertainment wise, uh, superheroes are done. I feel like people won't want to see superheroes. People don't want to see people try to save people anymore because that's not our big collective fear or anxiety. What is our big collective fear and anxiety, and what genre do you think could could take the superhero place? Uh, musicals. Musicals full escapism. I think so, because it happened in the it happened at, at, after the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. It went from you know extravagance to like, hey, shit is real. Yeah. And we need to escape from it. I could also just see, I don't know. I don't know if anything will ever be superheroes, you know? Yeah. Like that it was had a such good a run. Th- it had a good run. It is over now. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um I thought when I thought when this day came 
I would be sad about it. You know, I'd be like, yes, man. I miss superhero. Like I would be like, man, I miss Captain America, but I Mm. don't. 2019 was like the year of things went, man, they ended shit like the perfect time. Game of Thrones ended. Star Wars ended. Avengers ended. They just ended shit right then and there. I Toy just... Story ended again for the millionth for the fourth time. For the fourth time. <laughs> um, um Yeah. Uh, so I, I think Shabalotiverse, Unbreakable and Split, that ended. That ended. Man. <laughs> Remember Glass? I I think about it every day. I know you do. Uh, did you watch were you watching his movies in order? Do you want to talk uh, yes. about the March Night Sham- Shyamalanathon? Screw it. Can I bring in Justin for a second? Justin! Let me actually give me my thoughts and then I'll bring in Justin. Okay. Um, Can I'm you tell, tell the people what you did? So people, for the entire month of March and April, I did, we, me and my roommate Justin did March Night Shyamalanathon and we watched every single thing that M. Night Shyamalan has worked on. All his movies, Stuart Little, the pilots of TV shows, we watched every single thing. And my guy, my boy, he's an artist. He is like, watching his career is like a musical biopic. There is the, (laughs) ooh, okay, you you are a good, you are a good songwriter. You're great. You made The Sixth Sense. You made Unbreakable, The Sides, or Sides. Then the happening comes out. You're like, listen, you can't, we see you're taking drugs. You can't, I'm not, I can't tell you how to live your life, but come on, calm down. Then after Earth and Last Airbender happened, then that's the full bender. They show up drunk on stage, fall off the stage. You're like, they pee while Lady Gaga is getting an award. Exactly. Um, But then, but then the visit comes out and you're like, oh, okay. Is our boy back? Okay, maybe not. Then Split comes out and he just lays it on the table and you're like, oh, okay, my guy. And I feel like there's this weird Glass has such a weird ending to old Shyamalan. I feel like this like is the ending of like a new phase or the ending of the old phase of Shyamalan where he is no longer trying to be quote unquote the new Spielberg. He is done being the trashy filmmaker who people laugh at when they see his name. He is now at a point where he is confident within himself. He lost his ego. And I'm so excited to see what's next. If there's a next, you know. <laughs> Apocalypse. <laughs> Andrew casually taking uh, a sip of a white claw. Um, but yeah, no, it is Loose Pullman. Can you please be in an M. Night Shyamalan movie? Pretty please. Pretty please. Um, all right, give me a second. Okay. For the record, I'm not a huge fan of M. Night Shyamalan thought unbreakable was like fine i didn't really enjoy split i obviously didn't like glass if you listen to our episode last year i haven't seen many of his other movies but uh yeah i'm not i'm not in love with it how you doing bud i'm i'm all right i'm tired of being indoors i'm tired of being inside i'm tired of the world being stopped but other than that i'm doing all right that's good uh love the hair Thanks. I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, f- I I was about to just grab a razor and do the same thing. But yeah. then my wife was like, no, 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 no. Do that on the sides and then I'll cut the top. So it's patchy, but it, it looks good. No, it looks nice. It's like a patch right here. It's okay. It'll grow out before anyone sees. Right. That was my that was my idea. I was like, I just don't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. I've decided I'm not going to shave my beard because okay. 
I saw I saw my spy on May 13th, March 13th, and I shaved everything off the next day. And so now I'm not shaving my beard until I see a movie in a theater again. It's okay, so you're going to have a beard until 2021. It's going to be huge. I'm going to be like Amish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to be like a Gandalf. Yes, that's a better. A young Gandalf. Yes, I'm very excited. It's gonna I am be too. it's gonna be so weird. It's gonna be great. Um, <laughs> so Andrew, we're I don't know how we got on this topic, but we were talking about the March Night Shyamalanathon. March Night Shyamalanathon. And Andrew uh compared it to a, a musical biopic of M Night's career of movies. Uh so I, I just wanna know what your thoughts on this March Night Shyamalanathon and M. Knight's career. I, here's my, here's my, my, not theory, because that's not what I'm trying to say, but my, my take is that M. Night Shyamalan has the most interesting career of any filmmaker since we've been alive. Most fascinating career. Whether you like his movies or not, he's just the, the journey that his career has taken is so interesting. And I'm going to break that down for you. Is that okay? Please do. Please do. Break it. Break it right down. So we watched all of M. Night Shyamalan's movies in chronological order. Great. So that's starting with with his student film at NYU, Praying with Anger, all the way through uh, his most recent work, which is a couple episodes of his Apple TV Plus show, Servant. Great. And um, so Praying with Anger feels very much like somebody who watched Do the Right Thing and wanted to make Do the Right Thing. It's it's a student film by all accord. And then he made a studio movie called Wide Awake, which sort of feels like it was made just to sort of get his foot in the door. Like there's a very clear journey that you're following because then you get to, I mean, I guess he also wrote Stuart Little, which we watched. Yeah. And then he used his connections and his clout to get the script for The Sixth Sense in the right people's hands. And then he got The Sixth Sense approved and then he made The Sixth Sense. And then he became this hot shot, huge deal. I just touched the microphone. I'm sorry. But he became this big thing. People were calling him the next Spielberg, specifically comparing him to Spielberg because The Sixth Sense is so human and has a good child performance. And then he made Unbreakable. And have you seen Unbreakable? Have you seen any of these? I've I've seen Unbreakable. I've seen Split. I've seen Glass. I've seen probably one other one. I've seen Stuart Little. Okay, I'm not an so, M. Night fan. I know. So then Glass, not Glass, we'll get there. And so Unbreakable feels like a follow-up to The Sixth Sense in a lot of ways. It's It's got a twist in the same way. It's Bruce Willis. It's a psychological thriller. It rules. It's great. Do you like Unbreakable? I like it. I don't okay. love it. I th- was like, yeah, this is fine. It's, it's at the very least a good movie. Yeah. Do you like The Sixth Sense? I haven't seen The Sixth Sense. Oh, okay. You'd like The Sixth Sense. But both of those are very much of the same mold and very, it totally makes sense that people will call him the next Steven Spielberg. And then he makes Signs, which in a lot of ways is intentionally like homaging and playing on being a Spielberg style movie. It's got aliens. It feels a lot like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. feels a bit like E.T., you learn a lot. It's very specific narrative setups. It, it feels a, in a lot of ways Spielbergian. And at this point, he makes The Village, which still feels sort of Spielbergian. But it's also him playing on his like psychological horror thriller things. Yeah, it's like him villain. trying. OK, so it's like him trying to combine un, un, the Unbreakable Sixth Sense movie and Signs. And then he also gets this this Mr. Twist sort of reputation because the village also has a big twist that's not super well set up. So now he's got the Sixth Sense and Unbreakable and the village. And people are like, oh, so you're the twist guy. So he just goes all in. And so he makes, what's next? What's after the village? Lady in the Water or The Happening? Lady in the Water. Then he makes Lady in the Water. And Lady in the Water also feels so bogged down in responding 
to criticisms of his other movies. The first hour of that movie is like, oh, you hated my movies? Just look at me now. And it's so dumb, but there's still an earnest core at the end. And then people hated that movie. And then he makes The Happening, which feels like him embracing this sort of weirdly ironic, gross, we're a weird B-movie now. And it's not very good because he loses his sentimentality, which made his earlier works good. I'm almost done. Okay. And then he was like, you know what? Nobody likes me. Nobody cares. I'm going to embrace. I'm going to, I'm going to just give up. And then he makes the last airbender and after earth two very, 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 very bad movies. I don't even want to talk about those movies. They're so bad. Am I too loud? Is that what it is? I'll stop no, no, no. So I want, I want to stop you. Oh, we're so close. I know, but I want, I want to, I want you to save it. I it's want journey. I know. I want you and Andrew to record an episode. We'll finish the journey next week. This is actually the perfect point to end the journey and then pick up his rebirth. Okay. Most interesting filmmaker of all time. I could talk about this for, for 30, 40. I could, I could write a whole book about this. I'm out. Peace. It was great to talk to you. How are you saying? I'm going to put headphones back in. <laughs> how, how are you? I'm all right. Uh, you know, the content has lost joy. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. All Everything of it. has lost joy. I bought like a big thing of Smarties ice cream at, at the grocery store. And Smarties I'm, ice cream. Yeah, it's like vanilla and chocolate and it has Smarties in it. Is that the greatest thing ever or is it gross? Oh, you are thinking of rockets. You are thinking of not Smarties. Smarties are okay. chocolate. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. Smarties are, are bigger M&M's. I was thinking of like chalky sweet tarts. Yeah, you were thinking of, of ro- what we call rockets. The correct yeah, okay. name for them. That's fine. I'm not going to stand up for I don't like Smarties anyway. Yeah, fuck them. They should be called rockets. Why do we call them Smarties? Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Smarties are chocolate. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm excited to eat that. That's yeah. sort of the highlight of my week I'm right now. I'm really excited to just drink beer and watch Star Wars. Happy May the 4th. Happy May the May the fourth be with. That's you. what they say. Happy May the fourth. That's what, the, that's I think what that's it. Says. <laughs> okay, I'm passing you back to you. I was I was running too long. No, you're fucked. He said this is so boring. I don't care about it. <laughs> no, I care about. Here's the thing, Andrew. I know. I'm sorry. I've no, it's okay. You can hear me, and it's great. I legitimately want you and Justin to record a March Night Shyamalanathon recap. I was thinking of this, and I was like, "But when would we do it?" And also, I'd like you to be a part of it. Would I you be a part seen, of it? I don't. I don't know his movies. Like it would just be you two explaining M Night to me, and like that's mm-hmm. fine. I'm down to do it, but I don't know how interesting that would be because I would basically just be you and Justin talking. Yeah, maybe. But I'll, I think I think it it's a good idea. I think having a March Night Tramalanathon recap episode if you also the week after anytime i should bring in lupita she did west aperson west aprilson yeah there it is um okay we're crazy people this 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 Lewis Pullman is the greatest young American actor working today. Lewis Pullman is at, at yeah, Lewis Pullman is the greatest 26-year-old actor that living. And and I am Andrew Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um yeah, I don't know. Them that follow is a movie that exists and we watched it because Lewis Pullman was in it. That's the o- that is literally the only reason that we watched it. Cuz we wanted yeah. to do- I wanted to watch his short film and then we were going to talk about that, and we we're probably just going to fuck around and talk about Lewis Pullman, and it was going to be great. Yeah, but then South, but then Amazon's like, no, Canada, you don't get to watch cool short films. You just get to watch the same boring bullshit that we have all the time. Um, uh, so I just looked at his IMDb and saw that there was a movie that came out about snakes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's watch, let's do that one. Honestly, as much as this movie is just fine, it's a fine. It's okay a fine movie. movie with like really great bits in it. That's the thing. I'm glad I watched it in a weird yeah. way. I will never watch this movie again. Nope. I will if if 
this comes up in conversation, I'd go, yeah. Usually I think of movies fondly. What's I? Yeah, after a while. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it was good. It was fine. Don't expect The Godfather, but you know, it's all right. If you got an hour, it's like an hour 40, you know? Yeah. Just this will be a big example for me where I'm like, really know yourself and know your sensibilities because you're a great writer does not mean you're a great film no. director. I think if they had given this this script to someone else to direct we could have gotten like a really interesting lo- like religious forbidden love snake creepy story. Yeah. I think that I think that movie exists somewhere. Somewhere with this script. Yeah. Honestly, like give it to like a like a Roger Ebert? Yeah. I would love Is to it, see it. I believe it's Eggers. Eggert, sorry. Mm-hmm. Roger Eggert. Eggert. Phil corrector. Uh Phil Credit. Um, uh but give it to him. I think he could make a really interesting version. I think give this to Honestly, give this movie to uh ah fuck, what's her name? The Farewell. Oh my god, I was thinking the same thing! Whoa! Right? I was thinking, I was like, give this movie to Lulu Wang. Yeah. Give it to Lulu Wang. And she would make such an interesting movie. She would make it, you know, Roger Roger Eggers would make it more bombastic and big and really make the snake the scariest. Yeah, he would lean into the snakes and the creepy snake stuff with Walton Goggins. And I'm like, that's a movie that I would go see. But Lulu Wang would lean into that romance. And make it a human story. And make it so nice and sweet. And, oh, it would be so good. But imagine her moment with the snake at the end. You would you right? would crawl out your butthole. You would be like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> it would, yeah. In short, give good scripts to good directors like Lulu Wang and Roger Eggers. <laughs> and most importantly, look at people's portfolio. Look, there, there is the next Steven Spielberg who's just trying to get a break. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what I'll say. That's um, it. My name is Sam Banigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me at Sam Banigan on all the social medias that I use. You can find me at your local snaky boy church. <laughs> uh, you can uh, find the podcast at Welcome Back Pod on all the social medias that we use, namely Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you can join Linux Studios in supporting the podcast uh, financially at our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com/slash Welcome Back Pod. Uh, we just put out our second bonus episode. It's another uh, episode of Welcome Back Cooked, where we answer deep questions and end up talking about religion again. Um, it's great. But we also talked about Lewis Pullman, yeah, or not Lewis Pullman. What am I talking about? He's affecting my brain. We talked um, about Bo, Bo Burnham. Burnham. And we, we talked, talked about, about a lot of good stuff. Uh, It was a good episode. It's a good. It's a good episode of just like us, just talking, just having a nice chat yeah. about like philosophy and nihilism, <laughs> capitalism. Yeah, stuff. it's a good time. Um, yeah, so you can check us out there. Uh, we get that it's like rough times out there. We understand, so we don't expect it, but it's nice. It's there. You can sign. You can support us for like five bucks a month. Uh, which is pretty cool. And then you get all these bonus episodes that we're going to do every month. Uh, again, patreon.com slash welcome back pod. You can find all those things at welcome back pod.com uh, or on our Twitter or whatever you want to use. Uh, you mm-hmm. can support the show by liking or viewing the track on all the different things, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google play, you know, the, fu- you know, podcasts work, you know, the deal, you yo. know, you, I'm um, going to shorten this outro shit in the future i'm gonna work on it because i'm tired we'll of it taking it five minutes <laughs> just tell your f- <laughs> tell your <laughs> tell your friends if you can uh do you still want to recommend stuff if you don't it's yes cool. i do i do want to recommend um a netflix show uh it's called middle ditch and schwartz mm. uh it's three episodes they're each about an hour long uh, but it's filmed improv show. It's a filmed improv show uh, with uh, two very funny boys uh, who you'll know from many different things. They're very funny. They're all over the place. Um, uh, Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. 
you know them from being in Silicon Valley and being the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog and being on many other TV shows. They're two very funny boys and they do good improv and you can watch it. It's very funny. I recommend that. Do you have a thing to recommend? Sonic came out four months ago. Sonic the Hedgehog might win Best Picture. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah. We might talk about this (laughs) next week, but I definitely want to talk to you after the show uh, about the Oscars and all that stuff. I just want to know your opinion. But um, I would love uh, for everyone out there to watch Bad Education. I I really don't want to overhype it, but it's really, really good. The only thing that I will overhype, Jackman might. If it's true that streaming films might be eligible for Oscars, Hugh Jackman might get Best Actor. He is in. It's insane. We forget after Showman and Wolverine that he's like a great actor. He's good. Yeah. He's, he's good as Wolverine. I like Logan. Uh, Fucking 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bad Education for Shizzle. Uh, that's the end of the podcast. Lewis Pullman, please be on our podcast. Yes, hit us up, please. Lewis Pullman, we love you so much. We just we'll talk about any movie with Lewis Pullman. Any your favorite movie, the first Top Gun, whatever uh, you want. Uh, Avengers Endgame, we'll do it again. We'll do whatever you want, Lewis. We'll talk about we'll we'll fucking we'll talk about it. We'll watch it and we'll have lovely conversation and a lovely time with you, our boy Lewis Pullman. Lewis Pullman. Bye-bye. Love you, boy.